best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. And we're back, Freedom 106.5 FM. And joining us this morning at this time, we have Mr. Kumar Maraj. Uh, of course, he's uh, affiliated with uh, the Maraj Westside Supermarket in Arima and Jumbo Foods in Baratari, the managing director and CEO, and also former president of the Supermarkets Association. Good morning, Mr. Maraj. Uh, all right great to have you with us mr murad so we understand that there are some developments that are taking place uh when it comes to grocery items and so on what what exactly is transpiring at this point okay let's start with the situation that is even shortage of onion and potato. now i will give you a little history because you know this year will be six years in opposite i feel I speak with authority when I'm talking in the food industry. Normally, uh, three months ago, we paid $75 for a bag of potato. Within the last two weeks, every day it has been going up by $50 till it has reached from $75 three months ago to $230 a bag. I, the same applies to onions, which I feel it is unfair to the consumers in this country. That there's, I think there are only about three or four suppliers of potatoes in the country right now. And what they do is that they, they store potatoes within the last three months and keep it in cold storage at the $75. So for three months, you have to pay about 15 cents a pound for potato uh, to keep it in the cold storage. And you're now going to pay for $230. That's five to two thirty. And that is unfair to the consumers in this country, and I think consumer affairs should get in and involved in, in, the, in solving this type of ridiculous uh, rip-off to people in this country. Okay, so you mentioned that, you know, these, these potatoes per bag would have been $75. Three months ago. And, right, so, so thereafter, it's, it's now uh, $230 a bag. What... what is there a, a shortage of the product internationally? Is it something due to shipping costs? Uh, what what's what's what could be the reason for, for this well, huge price increase? The cost of shipping has reduced. At the end of the old crop and the beginning of the new crop, there is a bit of transition. You understand? But it also happens that they hold Now, as a result of the COVID, which is now showing 
its head in that from the manufacturing standpoint, goods that now reach in Trinidad already expired. And one month expiry date, two months and three months expired. Some goods, we received goods from one of the biggest suppliers in Trinidad already expired. And I now have to have vigilance at, at the receiving point to check these goods that come in here to the suppliers that they are not expired or close to expiry date. Now, you will notice that some supermarkets will receive buy one, get one free. Now, it, it is again very bad trade practices. The way they for price, and then when you have about a 50, I have a product here right now that the normal retail price is $47. That's a key. I am now selling it for $5. When they could you know, coming, when it was coming to about three months, so they reduce the price. But it's a kind of play of everybody playing for the dollar. Playing for the dollar. And now they want you to help them out, sell all these goods and them at, for, for them to buy the price, one item. It goes with quite a few items, right? This country right now in the industry, and I feel that uh, it's something to make note of, so that when customers when they will understand what is happening and don't blame the supermarket owner. Well, my the the, the non-stupidest one, the authentic supermarket owner. Yeah. yeah. So, so with the with these significant um, increase in price from from the source, really, um, what what sort of position it places you on? Because I mean, you you wouldn't be able to to focus on or at least keep the prices that they were at that level to suffer, you know, a sustainable uh, a loss like that for for quite some time. What what's going to be the the situation when these products hit the shelves? It is it's a whole new has created a whole new regime in our operation because we now have to have, have people monitoring the, the, the groceries that they come in as we are receiving it. We have to monitor it to see that it's not, as, as I said, expired or 60 days expiry date. I'm not going to accept it. So I have to put somebody in out to monitor that. Now we have to put somebody to monitor the goods on the shelves to make sure that they are not expired also on the shelves and so on. Would you believe Another new evolution. I I know that things are bad in the country right now. That last week I got a whole truckload of goods here without me ordering it. Salesmen expect all who class judges to get goods sold. A whole truckload of goods, you know, one massive truckload of goods came here. That we because we have a, a we have hundred percent computer, right? So anything coming in here, we will know. A whole truckload of goods coming from big supplier, and we had to return it because if it, if it's not computerized, that we it's on the system, they, we cannot receive it. You understand, go ahead. So right. salesmen are putting in things on the orders now. Sales people are selling goods here without we ordering it. Hmm. Now, yes. w- when when it comes to these um, increased prices of like like particularly the potatoes and yeah. onions, you've stated that you know they they, they it's sort of a problem that is being uh, fabricated or created uh, domestically here and, and you're saying that this has been a trend over the last couple of years yeah, um, yeah. during the, yeah. the shift or the progression from one crop to the other yeah. um, yeah. but but would 
are there any safeguards in place in terms of like contractual arrangements between you know the supermarkets and those suppliers or whoever to to more or less give any kind of price guarantee is is that not in place we did that we did that and now they're breaking that contractual verbal agreement i'm going to take so many thousand bucks for this and that and they're breaking it they're breaking it i i have a carrot for me from a supplier and he gave me one price and I, the amount I told him would last me for the next three months. Suddenly, they were carrot gone up. The supplier can't supply, and he changed the price from one hundred and fifty dollars to two hundred and twenty dollars per bag of carrots now. So these are the kind of unscrupulous things. And you know, I, my objective is to really we reach out to the consumers. Um, what is happening, and what we have to do to safeguard the consumers. Right now, is there any sort of um, avenue that is available through um, the the regulators or the ministries or anything like that to to step in to kind of assist with with the the pricing that is taking place? Yeah, the ministry of the ministry of consumer affairs have a department for that, but they have to get involved. They have to know what is going on. Right, and I'm not sure if they know what's going on. Okay, so so have any you know official reports or so on been made to to these departments? Well, this has to be done to the I think the marketing they have a right to inform the minister about that. You understand? Uh, but I I might have to do it. I'll have to maybe call the minister and talk uh, about it because you know it's very this what you call unfair trade practices. And this is totally against the policies of present regime, unfair trade practices. And this is not fair. Because, you see, people blame the supermarket industry. They're always ripping off people and this and that. And that is not fair. We are not to be blamed for that. Five years in, you would be shocked to know. To operate this type of industry now, it is challenging. Extremely stressful and challenging Anytime you, you slip up with a company or you slip up with a supplier, they will nail you to the cross. Most of them, most of them. You understand? So, you want um, do you want to talk a little politics now? Uh, well, uh, bef- before that, though, um, yes. we, we are going into a very busy period. I mean, school is reopening uh, yes. come September. Uh, so you're yeah. going to have, I, I think, a greater demand in terms of everybody preparing their kids for school. The school yeah. feeding program would need a lot of grocery items and that sort of inputs as well, too. The Wali is on the horizon, followed by Christmas. So it's it's definitely going to be uh, the peak season. Um, well, and and yeah. all of these prices kind of coinciding with this, creating perhaps the perfect storm for customers to, to get their purchasing power eroded. All right. Well, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not seeing in the very near future any avenue for people to get an increase in income. I am seeing avenues to increase expenditures. But what we, because you know, we have built we have built an empire on a certain protocol, which is you know, we, we I put myself in the position of a, of a consumer, and that is one of. If we do right now, 
you see, um, next week, the day before, or the day out of this month, next week, that will be next week Wednesday. From 2 to 5, I think you will be cognizant of it too. We're having a lot of things, but we have added to what the, the, the little thing we'll be having from 2 to 5, I think your video system will be involved. We're having a lot of ways, and right now, we are building things for school children to give them, give it away, or to reduce the prices on it. So we are doing that too. Yeah. And uh, I'm just using the avenue now. The day before Diwali, that whole day, we'll be having a, a give back to society. You know, we started off at $100 60 years ago. And what came out of it is Marat, Westside, Jumbo Food, Arima, Desonmat, Rizupas, and many others. And to be gratitude, to reflect gratitude to the people who contribute to us. We'll be having a whole day the day before the party, in the car park, a lot of hampers, giveaways, and what and, uh, are we even trying to do our health care too. In which in we content people who contributed to our impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Marge, we have to take a short break at this point and we'll be right back. Uh, so okay. we'll continue our discussions. This is the all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. And we're back, Freedom 106.5 FM, and online with us, Mr. Kumar Maraj, telling us about some of those developments, especially with the increased prices of, um, you know, very important commodities for everyone's homes and their kitchens, potatoes and onions, highlighting to us the increasing prices. Now, Mr. Maraj, are there any other developments that are taking place in the supermarket side of things that the general public should be aware of? Well, as you know, we, we are doing our part, but extremely, extremely stringent what we have to do in a certain sanity in this type of food. Because our self now have to change, we have to, on we spend good now, we have to monitor that we don't get a lot of plenty, you know, plenty items coming in here are uh, expired or very short. And it's another test here. We have to also do the same test to the, those who are on the shelf, providing shelf. Same thing has to happen. And, um, you know, we are really not to be blamed per se. The, the, the more potent supermarkets in the industry, you understand, um, to really, really make sure that customers get value for in relation to items that are uh, short, in um expiry date or already expired yeah. so it's a, it's a very um time consuming job but there are problems in the sense of uh, i get to step up and you know, we could think but it's really really a good challenge mm -hmm. yeah now you, you mentioned that you know sometimes or even right now there are shipments or, or products that are coming into the supermarkets um by, by some of the suppliers or whatnot that are close to expiry date or some even expired. What what do you think is, is contributing to this? Is it because of, of, of keepbacks or, or drawbacks? Um, some of the red tape probably with um, customs and shipping and all of those things? Or are persons no. just not paying attention to the products that they are importing as the case may be? It is one of many Number one is that some of the companies they, they do not rotate their goods in their warehouse. So fresh ones come on top of the old one, and that's the one problem. But I think the bigger problem is 
um, the manufacturers of the items have to manufacture it, so they have a problem, but it, they're getting out of it now. But what we are experiencing now is a residue of the COVID um, approach. Number one, they were, having, they were having problems to get labor. Now that they have labor, they're having problems to, to manufacture, getting problems to get people to manage. Getting problems now to, to manufacture the goods and put it in a warehouse. The biggest problem is getting it on a car, on a container to ship in Trinidad. Then to ship to Trinidad is another thing, another problem that causes the delay is to get a, a, a cargo ship to bring the goods to Trinidad. And when it comes to it, another delay. So I think that is the contributory factor in in, in causing that. Right. Yeah. Now, um, I, I know in terms of your one of your sig- um, significant business interests operates in Arima. Uh, there, there's a lot of um, activity taking place in Arima right now when it comes to, you know, the local government elections. We saw that one particular electoral district would have been one on election night to declare on, le- on election night for the PNM. Then a second, uh, a recount took place resulting in a tie. Then another recount indicating the UNC won, now a third recount indicating that the PNM won. What's your take on all of this, and how does this affect Arima? When will this, when will this complete? One, two, three, and every time is a new, I mean, this is out of my type of operation. Eh? Anyway, so one recount, two recount, three recount. When will it, what is the law? I think the law I'm not sure subject questioning. I think the law says two two recounts, is it? They only allow two recounts. I'm not sure. This is right. subject of correction. But now you have three. Now you find the, uh, the opposition might now come and say, we want a recount also. When will it end? It has to end somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's a bit confusing here. The area of concern, the people are very con- con- concerned about UNC PNM, UNC PNM, you understand? So I think it, somehow the Election and Boundaries Commission should make a statement today because I think they're spending the ornament um, today, um, no, the conclave today. And if they go and they appoint this councillor today, and then there's another recount, and then think. So I think it's a little confused there, and I would recommend the Election and Boundaries Commission to make a statement, a positive statement on any, anything. Otherwise, the other party will come and say, we want a recount, and then <laughs> they, yeah. if I go the other way, and it's a kind of sorting all, all the time. Right. And um, as we get set to wrap up, how are things in Arima, business-wise? And, and I know crime definitely is a big deal for businesses as well, if you want to touch on some of the things right. that the organization has to do to combat the criminal elements out there when you're conducting business. I, 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 just want to, I just want to add that my brother, Baliwa Maharaj, has been appointed the mayor for Rima. Now, our family, all we inherited from my parents was character. My father was an indentured lover, and he used to work for nine dollars a month. And all he had with him, and all we inherited from him was character. And we, my Bali and myself, uh, we turned character into business and to work that to be. And I was speaking to him the other night, and um, 
I we we have decided that I am prepared to help you this thing, but to bring back the glory of Rima and to the burgesses of Rima. Remember, Rima is the only chartered borough in Trinidad, which has to be respected. And I, I, you know, even discussing it, I think the all the men councillors involved with the mayor, the new mayor, I think going to bring back the glory that Rima wanted to from security, from crime, and everything. I, I see the plan, and I think it's going to be fantastic. And me and Ali, in our own way, we are going to contribute to give back to society what they have given to us, which is their support to us where we are today, is because of the purchases of our river. Thank you. Well, well said, Mr. Murat. Sounding like a like a good politician, um, up and coming too. <laughs> well, um, and I was always there, you know, but I never come. <laughs> okay, no problem. Well, Mr. Murat, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, um, discussing and highlighting these issues are very important, especially for the shopping public as well. So again, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, and okay. we'll chat soon again. Okay, thank you, man. Thank you All so right. much. All right. Thank you so much. That's, of course, uh, Mr. Kumar Maraj there joining us on the line. Uh,